gave them utterance. Now, I think, we, we, you know, I think I tried to give us a little picture of how it was, okay? So as we were sitting here, I think as, you know, probably we're about 120 here now. They're about, you know, seated here, approximately. Now, um, just imagine that all of us are speaking in English. Just try, try and imagine it, okay? Are we together? Imagine it that all of us started praying in English. Imagine that. In English. Start praying in English. Oh, not just praying in English. Start talking in English. Without choir. I mean, without harmony. Saying that, for example, you, you say, well, I am going home tomorrow. There's nothing. I'm going home tomorrow. You are saying, well, I have an exam tomorrow. You are, but whatever you are saying, you're saying it in English. But everybody is saying different things in English. If someone is outside, if, if another person is outside and is hearing all of us speaking in English, what will it sound to the person? No, be realistic. What will it sound to the person? It will be noise. Even though all of us are even speaking English. But how come that where they gathered, okay, that they were praying in the Holy Ghost, everyone, those who gathered outside, everyone had different people from different. So, for example, the one who came from, the one with the proselyte that is from, you know, uh, Yoruba, had them, had everybody spoke in Yoruba. The one that is from Mozambique. Had everybody spoke in Mozambique. The one that is from India, had everybody speak in India. And it was not a noise to them. It came as a word in harmony to them. It is supernatural. The one that was speaking, were speaking in tongues. Amen. But that's not the bullet. But I just want to drop that, okay, for a reason, because I, I thought I need to stress that because of the last series we did. So if you, want to, if you want to get the better picture of what we thought, go back and get all the messages I taught on tongues, amen, how to cook tongues, the principle of prophecy, go there, find them online, and read them. Now, so number one, tongues is for personal edification. First Corinthians 14, amen. First Corinthians what? Please everybody together. First Corinthians 14, 2. He said, for he who speaks in no tongues, okay, uh, first, first Corinthians 14, 4. First Corinthians 14, 4. He says, well, let's read it together. What? So when a man talks in tongues, what does he do? He edifies himself. So tongues, listen everybody, tongues is for personal what? Now, now tongues are for personal edification. Don't lose that. It is for what? The word edification here is to is edifice, to build yourself. So it's for personal edification. Two, speaking in the church, okay? If you're speaking in the church or to the church, you need interpretation, especially in a mixed meeting. So for example, when I come to speak to the church, not about, it's not about the location. I come to speak. Now, what am I speaking to you now? English. And I come to speak in tongues to you. I need interpretation. Interpretation is not the same thing as translation. I've told us before. Interpretation is not the same thing as what? Translation. The translation of come in Georgian language is what? Modi. It's not the same thing. Interpretation, the word interpret. To interpret, for example, mene, mene, seke, seke, whatever it says. Mene, mene. Now, they need, need somebody to interpret it. The, the king had a dream. You know? Pharaoh had a, had a dream. I saw seven lean cow, swallow seven fat cow, and all those things. They needed interpretation. So you need interpretation of what is a mystery. 
what you cannot decode. So interpretation is not the same thing as what? Translation. So it, for example, in 1 Corinthians 14.2, go there quickly, 14.2. So you have to use Bible as your basis. 1 Corinthians 14.2 says, for he that speaks in an unknown tongue, okay, speaks not unto who? So if he's not speaking unto men, then why must men understand him? You get what I'm trying to say here? He who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men. He says, but unto God. For no man, no man, no man. He says that. He's speaking Chinese. He's speaking, you know, uh, Arabic. He no man. Did you see that? I did not write it. Oh. He said, no man understands him. Did you see that? So, he who speaks in an unknown no man understands him. But in the spirit, he speaks mystery. So, anyone that wants to decode it must go where? Hey. You see? So, it's not like a Jebu man will be passing. For example, a Chinese man, who is not a Ch- who does not born again? Who is not born again? Who will pass. And will not grab it. No. You need to go to the spirit to decode it. Amen? So, it's not decoded by just listening. It's decoded by going in the spirit. So, the man who comes in the interpretation is someone who is also in the spirit. So, so, when you are praying in the spirit, and you are also prayerful in the spirit, and a man comes and brings tongues, if you are in the spirit, you also decode it by the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. If I, let me say this to you. I will tell you. Okay, if you are giving praise, you want to do praise and worship leaders in worship, make sure you do it in the spirit. Make sure you level. There are some things. Let me say this to you, because this is by the spirit. If that, this is, I'm saying this by the spirit. If you don't consecrate yourself and come to us to minister to us there, you just make samples of everything. I'm telling you this by the Spirit. Amen. We see it. We know. Amen. Sometimes we know. We'll keep quiet. In fact, as I spoke now, eh, I'm even shielding you. I'm shielding you. Because there are people, elements here, I'm not elements, individuals here, Knowing that you are supposed to minister, but you refuse to consecrate yourself. By consecrating, you know what I mean? By setting yourself apart to pray in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, when you say to us, single, 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 <laughs> we will receive it in the Spirit. Yes, sir. Are we together here? What are we talking about here? See, so interpretation of it is not, you have to learn to use what you have. Are we there? Use what you have to avert spiritual realities. Don't just stay loma. Don't just stay there. Use what you have to avert spiritual realities. Uh, what are you killing on What are you using your mouth to do? What are you using your mouth to do? Why are you, when you are at home, what are you using your mouth to do? You use it to pray in tongues. We will know. It is not about time. Eh? This is not called have mercy. The point, the bullet is plenty. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Are we together here? Are we together here? Yeah. Yes, Amen. Amen. We we know. We know. Our what church? What I'm trying to say is that people come to church, okay, with problems. People come. People come with people. Come, um, people come. I have said to the Lord. I said there is. I call it um, the sacrifice of a fool. That's what I call it. I've always said it. It's a sacrifice of a fool that I would minister. And no life, I mean, life should not be touched. Or somebody, if, it's not about whether people are moving or falling. Or no, I, I mean, there must be an impact of God's spirit. 
It's the sacrifice of a fool for me to sleep, for me to come to waste my energy, I mean to preach, to teach, to, to do something. I'm talking to all of us as a believer. Tongues is number one, personal edification, you see? No man understands him. To decode it, you have to have vested in the spirit. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. You must. It's a must. He says, ah, you know, he's speaking Spanish. He's speaking uh, French. He cannot be speaking French. Because by the time he's speaking French, it is, the man is understanding him. <laughs> man is, he said he that Spain and no tongue. He said, speak not to me. But who is he speaking to? Primarily, primarily, your audience is God. Primarily, your audience is who? Glory to God. So when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, primarily your audience is God. There's a secondary audience. You can talk in tongues to, to the people. But when you talk in tongues to people, in that case, you must bring interpretation, not translation, interpretation. For example, I told us before, I can pray in the Holy Ghost throughout the night. Or throughout the night. And the interpretation can be a message. Sometimes you're praying the Holy Ghost. Eh? The interpretation can be go and pick that form. <laughs> the interpretation can be go and give that money to this sister. It's what you decode in the spirit. It can be an instruction of which you must obey. Are you going to try to say, if I, when you pray in the spirit, the power and reality to obey, it comes with it. It comes with it. It does. It always comes with it. That's why it's important. You must, see, you must not talk yourself out of spiritual realities. Amen. It is the tactics of the devil. Emotionally, it is the tactics of who? The devil. He wants to make sure he talks you out of divine spiritual realities. Hallelujah. Ensure you fight for it. Number one, number two. So I said, but if you are in a mixed multitude, you have to give interpretation. Three. Number one, you have to understand it. In the giving of tongues to the audience by the Spirit. So, for example, do you know you can come to a meeting with tongues? For example, 1 Corinthians 14, 25. Go there. 26. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. How is it, brethren? When you come together, each one has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue. Just imagine that. The same way I have come with a teaching. Another one will come with a psalm. You can come to a meeting with a tongue. Another come with translation, interpretation rather. Are we together? But primary, listen everybody, primary, primarily, you must follow after charity. Look here, look your neighbor and tell your neighbor, follow after charity. Tell your neighbor, follow after charity. Do you know what that means? See, this is, listen, love, love, let me tell you something. I've told us before and I'll repeat again. Love is not the greatest gift. Love is not what? It is the greatest way. He said, now abide three things. Love, faith, and hope. But the greatest among these three is love. It's a way. It's not a gift. He now says, so when he say a way, okay, it's like saying a medium. Okay, so medium wherewith the gift will be used. So he said, I show you a more excellent way. Then in, in verse 1, 1 Corinthians 41, he said, Look at 1 Corinthians 41. I want all of you to read it. 1 Corinthians 41. It says, follow after what? Charity. For, it says, follow after charity, desire, spiritual. So what do you mean? What do we mean by following after charity? 
Hey, hey, man. What do you mean? So, in other words, just imagine now. Imagine. So, I've told us before, and I've teach, I'm trying to teach us practical. Practical. So, let's say I want to come and teach. This is what I do every Sunday. Uh, so, I know I'm coming to preach. I am praying in tongues. As I'm praying in tongues in my room, personal edification, I am thinking about you. I'm praying for you, Father Lord. Because I don't want to say words that will not be a blessing to you. I want to say that which will be a blessing to you. That is the way of love. It must be what you post. It must be what, what you are pursuing. Love must be what. And what does love do? Love edifies. So you are pursuing that which will edify men. So for example now, if you say, well, I want to come and sing so that people will hear my voice. You are not following love. But don't forget. So, but if you are singing, so Father, I want to sing so that people will, will receive your presence. They will experience you today. I pray for your power. You to be evident today. Hey, Amen. While you are doing that, you are following after what? Charity. Because the priority in your spiritual you know, commitment and investment is people. That's the way of love. So that's why we're saying that he said this. When a man talks in tongues, tongues is selfish. Because it's for personal edification. Tongues in itself, okay? Because you're only talking to yourself and to God. It's not to men. So in that case, eh? Tongue is selfish. Practically, it does not, it's not in the way of love. By the time you, if you want to transit love, tongues to love, you must bring what? Interpretation. Are we together here? Yeah? Yes, huh. Ten minutes, that's all. Okay, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't be selfish. Somebody said, don't be, don't be selfish. Tell your neighbor, say, don't be selfish. Verse 3. I mean, no, no, three, but fourth point. Fourth point, rather. Recognize that people occupy different rooms and places that have your audience. Okay, I will repeat. So recognize that in your audience, in your audience, recognize that people occupy different rooms and different places. What do I mean? For example, look at this. Look at 1 Corinthians and chapter 14. Amen? Look at verse 16. 15, rather. Are you there? He said, what is the conclusion then? He said, I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, I will sing with the also with the understanding. We sing with the understanding also. 16, are you in 16? First Corinthians 14, 16. So look at it. He said, else, look at it. Else, when you, hey, 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 follow, 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 follow. Hey, hey, hey. Else, when you bless with the Spirit. You know what he mean by bless with the Spirit here? In context. Look at it. They go back to 14, 14. 14, 14. 14, 14. What does he say? So, in this context, the apostle is saying, praying in the spirit, he said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, it's my spirit that is praying. He said, my understanding is unfruitful. Well, I'm talking in tongues. Ah, I, think I, I think I'm saying, I think I'm, I'm saying, Ijebu. I think I'm saying, Katuli. I'm saying, Russia. Haba. <laughs> It's not that serious. So look at it. He said, the one who prays in an unknown tongue, he said his understanding is unfruitful. Next verse. So that's why he went to that conclusion. Let's go to that 16. So he said to pray in tongues, he said it's my spirit that's praying. So look at what he now said. He said, else, when you bless 
with the spirit. So in context of chapter 14, by tongue, by spirit, it meant what? It's not me that is saying it. It is that place. And become also, it's there. It's there, really. So look at it. He said, how shall he that occupies the room of the unlearned? Say amen. So there are people who occupy the room. By room, he's not talking about one, uh, you know, seven square meter. He's talking about the room that the places that they are seated. So understand that your audience occupy, there are different audiences. So audience, so there are different audiences. One, we call it the room of the unlearned. Now, the room of the unlearned, it depends. The unlearned could be a believer who is ignorant. And it could be an unbeliever. An unbeliever as well is ignorant of the same. But whichever you put it is in the room of the unlearned. So which room are you sitting today? Amen. <laughs> I'm not the one, no. I'm not. Which room are you sitting today? Check your life. We call it soul hacking. Amen. Check your life. Which room? Are you in the room of what are they saying? See, you are only one room on land. Just buy bed and sleep. On all the AC. Are you going to pray say, yeah? Buy bed. Well, don't sleep. Wake up. Because there's so much more. He said, how can he that occupy the room of the old land? Say amen. At your giving thanks. Imagine, the guy has said, what Paul is saying, see, the word of God is sweet. What Paul is saying is that, he said, the one that talks in tongues, Paul had quickly interpreted it. Well, but why he give thanks? He's like, he's giving thanks. He, get, he, said, he said, how can him that is occupying the room of the online say amen at your giving thanks? How is the guy giving thanks? He's saying it by the spirit. <laughs> but yet, the one who occupies the room of the land, he's saying amen. Amen. So you know what I'm talking, what I'm trying to say. For example, if I talk in tongues, if I'm talking in tongues, you who occupy the room of the land is legitimate for you. You can say, Amen. Amen. I receive. Though, so though, by the spirit, you may not be able, you may probably you have not invested it. But you can still say amen. So this is my point. This is my point. When when I talk about when I say, well, you cannot, why will people record tongues and put it online? I wasn't saying it. In context of those who sat in the room of the land, I was saying it in context of those who sat in the room of the unlearned. How you going to say yeah? And it will be, and when you see those who are unlearned, make comment online because the reaction came from what I saw online. Make comment. What is this? What, what are they doing? What are they doing? Why are they doing this? Don't mock them. Don't backfire. Don't say, hey, you know, you know, no, no, no. Don't say that. Those people, what you need to do is either to sit them down. Two things you must do. Either to teach them what is happening and get them through the Holy Ghost, okay, or to explain. I mean, to explain how to use this. Or you get them through the Holy Ghost. Because they practically sitting in the room of the online. But in other words, see, that's what I was talking about. I said this earlier. That the Bible says we must not but we must provoke ourselves to good works. There are times, sometimes, my, I notice that my wife does, I don't, you know me, I, I'm not very good with some, some things. My wife is she's quite good with some things, okay? For example, I, you know, my wife is the one, is the kind that we play tongues. I mean, we just play video of maybe somebody, you know, Pastor Chris or somebody's praying in the room, you know, at the tomb. You know, she does it and just, you know, by this playing, is tearing her up to pray. A, another believer's praying 
can steer you up to pray. It's the same way another believer's worship can steer you up to worship. But if there's another person who sits in the room of the unknown and the person is confused, don't blame them. It's okay. It's at that level. The person has not grabbed it. So what we should do is to walk in love. Either to bring interpretation to the person, amen, or to set the person down and get the person filled with the Holy Ghost. Did you get something? Is that clumsy? Is it clear? Very clear. You must understand this. He said this. He said, don't be a child in understanding, but be a child in malice. Look at it. Is there. Abishari, 20, verse 20. Verse 20 says, Brethren, do not be children in understanding. However, in malice, be babes. But in understanding, be mature. Only at his son he knew of him, he said, we have said it in the law. That with men of other tongues and lips, I will speak to these people and yet they will not hear me. Let me tell you what I tell you. That's what we are telling Because he's talking about love and usage of tongues. I'll round up five minutes, please. Sorry. Because, uh, hey. Hallelujah. Are we together, everybody? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe you can as well just continue next week. You, I mean you. <laughs> okay, praise God. Are we following everybody here? Yeah. So, look at that. He says, you know, we're talking about judgment some while ago. When God wants to judge the people of Israel, he said, I will bring you in Deuteronomy. He said, I will send it to a nation. You know, let's show the, the people that will be your master will be such that we don't understand your language. You will not understand their language. Just imagine how terrible it is that you, it is a, amen. He said, forgive me if you are, if you are from Aqua Ibom. Yeah. See, imagine it is an Aqua Ibom person eh, that colonizes you. I think I'm seeing Aqua Ibom people. They're already giving me face. Uh-huh. Hallelujah, sorry. Aquaibon people, their languages. <laughs> Amen. Imagine it is Aquaibon people that colonize you. You are either speaking English or you are Georgian or their language is extremely they don't have alphabets. <laughs> I think. Have you heard Aquaibon speak? Can you greet us? <laughs> Tell us, do you speak it? Tell us, how are we doing? Huh? That one is even simple. How about the other? Uh-uh. Tell us, we give God the praise and we give him all the glory. Say it. Say it. This one does not understand it. <laughs> he does not understand it. <laughs> She's even thinking it. No. I know it's from Akwa Ibom. You speak it. She can't lie. Hallelujah. You know, this is the point I'm driving at. Imagine a language colonizing you and they're telling you that they're telling you to pick up something. And if you didn't pick it up, they'll beat you. Then when they say to you in their language, pick something up. And you don't understand. How will you pick it up? And if you don't pick it up, they'll flog you. You see that kind of judgment? It's a big judgment. Instruction is coming to you. It's the way God used to do it. He said with the language of another. So anytime there is a language that is not understood, 
It is so the guy who wrote it, the apostle who wrote it, extrapolated it as this is judgment. And that's why he brought it even in the context of 1 Corinthians 14. Look at it now. Look at it. He said, brethren, look at the verse, verse 21. He said, in the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips, I will speak to these people, and yet for all that they will not hear me. Says the Lord. He said, therefore, tongues are for a sign. No, they are two different. He said they are for. Somebody said for. So he said they are for a sign. He didn't say tongues is a sign. Now, in Mark 16, tongues is a sign that follows believers. In this place, it's not the same sign. He said they are for a sign. What is the for a sign? It's a judgment sign. That you are in the position of judgment. Are we together here? Because what is he talking about before? In verse 20, uh, verse 21, he's, he's talking about men of other lips will speak to these people, they will not hear. So he's saying that, therefore, so when he said therefore, it means he's, he's extrapolating it from a previous verse. He said, therefore, tongue is for a sign. Ha! Ah, what a sign. It means for a sign of judgment. So that's why we say, for example, if, if there is someone who occupies the room of the online sitting down here, and I talk in tongues to you by the Spirit, what to that person, eh, what I'm doing is that I'm presenting judgment and punishment. Except I give what? Interpretation. So that's why we're talking about usage of tongues. One, Tongues for personal edification. Two, what? Tongues for what? Message. For edification. The one that is for message is what you bring what to? Interpretation. No, this is the message for today. Yes. Sorry, Mr. Susan. Okay. Hallelujah. Are we together here? Praise God. Why are we still coming up and just sing after? Amen. Because we will do something today. We will do something. We will increase volume the way we used to increase volume there. And we turn it down. Amen. He said, ah, ah. Tongues. Kole. This tongue thing, listen. This tongue thing is not hard. It's not hard. If you have believed Jesus died for your sins and died on the cross and rose again, all spiritual blessings and gifts is for you. Amen. Glory to God. When the apostle rose up, he said, this is for you and your children and your children's children. Amen. It's for you and your what? And your children's children. Glory to God. Kole. Somebody tell you never say kole. I'm sorry. What that means is that so, I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying that it's not hard. Please, undo her gently, okay? She's just under the power of God. Glory to God. It's not difficult. Tell your neighbor that it's not difficult. Amen. It's not difficult. It's by faith. He said that just shall live by what? 
He said, he said, he said, with tongues, oh, the one I wrote earlier, 20, 21, 22, yeah, that's it. He said, wherefore, with tongues, tongues are for a sign. To them, he said, not to them that believe, but for those who do not believe, it's for a sign to them. But he now says, but prophesying. So I love the way King James put it here. He explains it better. He said, but prophesying. So I'm not sure we say prophecy. It's okay. He said, prophecy are in. The word serves here. Amen. Is italized in King James. Did you see that italized in your Bible? Did you notice that? So, it's not for them that believe, but for them which believe. And I'll tell you why, why I'm emphasizing this. Prophesying is for them that believe. Hey. Amen. Prophesying is for them that believe. He's not contradicting himself. Now, he says, he says tongue is for a sign. But prophesying is for them. He didn't say for a sign for them. It's for them. So in other words, what, is, what are we trying to say is this. For example, the one who prophesies are the believers. So we are the one who prophesy. A believer prophesies. That's why if you look at 1 Corinthians 14, 5 and 1 Corinthians 14, 31, they are saying something that all believers must do. 45, go to 45. He said, I would. So this is the, the man's intention. The apostle's intention. He said, I would that you all speak with tongues. That's what I would. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I, I would that every one of you talk in tongues. If I got to a place, he said in verse 18, he said, I thank God in the 18. He said, I thank God I speak with tongues more than all of you. I love the way Amplified Version puts it. Amplified Version says, I thank my God. I speak with tongues more than all of you and all of you put together. Is that, is that all? I told us it's an embarrassment. Imagine I come to you as a church and I say, I speak with tongues more than all of you put together. It's an embarrassment. You mean they know they pray? <laughs> They are not praying, sorry. Sorry, they're not praying. Means they're not praying. Say, so I thank my God I speak with them more than all of you. Put together. How can you say that to the entire city? Is the Corinthians is not taking to a branch? <laughs> it's not a branch. It's the entire city. First Corinthians, Corinthians, a city. It means that you know, you know they pray. But he said, I would, in verse 5, I would. He said, if I would, what? He said, that you all, what? Speak it all. But rather, that you prophesy. Why? Because greater is he that prophesied than he that speaks in tongues. Why? Except, except, <laughs> so it means that, listen, listen, it means that tongues and interpretation equals what? What is prophecy? Tongues and interpretation, but see, that is the that is the you know the meaning in a way. But if you look at verse four, no verse two, verse three, 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 three. He said, look at it, three. Ever listen? He said, but he that prophesy, what does he do? Speak to men for what edification, exhortation, and what comfort. So anything that brings edification, exhortation, and comfort, it is prophecy. You got, because some of us think prophecy is when you say, hey, hey, you will, you will fly above. In the next 15 years, 
you will be this place. No, 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 no. Not necessarily. So there is, listen, listen, everyone, listen, listen, listen. This is for us to get clearly. In the New Testament, in the what? New Testament. Prophecy is what? Both foretelling, okay? And foretelling, okay? And also explaining God's divine will is also prophecy. Three things. Foretelling and also foretelling. Okay? So, for example, listen, when you say foretelling, listen, foretelling means you are speaking by the Spirit what will happen. Foretelling is you are bringing it out from your Spirit. Like you are speaking the Word of God to the situation. So, for, for example, you, in your school, I mean, your studies, your business, it's not, going, it's not doing fine. And you say, in the name of Jesus, this business is moving forward. This business prosper. Uh, in your relationship, it's working by the Spirit of God. Now, you are speaking it forth by the Spirit of God. It is the prophecy. Foretelling what will happen. Now, also explaining God's divine will. You are inspired to explain God's divine will, but in teaching and in preaching, it still falls under prophecy. You know, many of us think, well, you know, you know, ah, prophetic prophet, open my face, say, hey, you, this is what you have done. I mean, you have this in your body, you have this in your body, you have that's word of knowledge. When I say, well, ah, I see. You have this, you have that, um, your name is this, your age is this, it is word of what? We call it word of K, word of knowledge. Okay? When we say word of knowledge, it means there's a knowledge, listen everybody, there's a knowledge, so you are speaking word of that knowledge. Now, it does not mean that I have that such person has the full detail of what. What does I want to say? Well, your name is Sissy. It does not mean well. Ah, he knows that Sissy was in primary school in 1970. It does not mean he knows all the details of Sissy. There's the knowledge that came to the person, and the person gave by the spirit. And oftentimes, a man must come, must do it in love. I told you once here. I know somebody who, got, who gave a word, either by, you know, either by, either, maybe it's a word from knowledge, a word of knowledge, but he gave a word. You know, we have some of those words from knowledge in Africa. You know, I will mention them. You know, there's a video, somebody said, he said, have you seen me before? Say, no, yes. Yes, I saw you. Me? Yes. I saw you. I don't know you. I saw you. Have you seen that video? I won't mention the name. So that, so I, say, I will take picture in the spirit. Amen. Said, I'm going to take the picture of your son. And I, then I just switch the, app, the iPad. And picture came. Then one, hey, prophet. Amen. I will not mention the name. Hallelujah. We have all, so many of those. In Africa, especially for those who go to Facebook, <laughs> they go to they go to Facebook, see the profile information, married on so so day, siblings, everything, ah, ah, you don't know, ah, <laughs> ah, 
Ah ah. You're new. Don't worry, we know the tactics. Say, ah! Your name is Johnson. You went to school in so so so. Yes. Amen. We know them. But this does not mean that a person can also cannot give, does not give word by the spirit. So I'm saying that, you know, things happen. I will tell you why I'm, I will tell you why I'm stressing this. You will see. Now, a man gave, he gave another, ah, your husband, your husband is sleeping with a woman, no, 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 call the number, your number, the number of your husband is 5772, 2776, whatever, and of course, call, he's doing it I told her, that person has successfully destroyed the marriage. If, if there was something that was happening, and the, the, there's a need to maybe, you know, come, come. Your husband for me to come and meet me. No, no, no. And the husband will come. And they will not see both of them down secretly. And then I explain now, marriage, you see, you have to be born again. Marriage is good. You have to do this, do this, invest. And what has the person done? What would the, the pastor would have done? He would have walked in love. Because that's why he started by saying, follow after charity. Desire spiritual gift. Don't follow after gift. Because if you use gift, you can use gift to destroy lives if you don't follow charity. So the high point of gifts of the spirit is to bring what? Edification, love. Is we have to love. That's why I said, I said there are three: love, faith, and hope. The greatest is what? Love. Anything that you do as a believer that destroys life, it does not increase, promote people's fervency. Be careful. Watch it. Watch it. Are we together here? Glory to God. He said, it's for his son. He said, but, he said, but prophecy is for the believer. Prophecy is what? When you go out to preach Jesus to men on the road. Now, what you are doing again, it still falls under prophecy. Because it's possible you after you have prayed in the Holy Ghost in your room. I had a friend there. Very wonderful, interesting friend. He had prayed, prayed, prayed. He knew. So the Lord showed him by the Spirit. He was my very close friend. That there was someone that was going to be wearing red shirt. Now he described the, you know, what the person was going to be wearing. And that he should go to the Spartan Street and preach to that person. So he just went. Amen. And he saw the person. And he preached to the person. And the person received Jesus. But he got that while he was praying in the Spirit. We had a meeting some time ago. In Nigeria, when I was in school, my friend and I, you know, we are we're just praying. We're praying. We pray. We just prayed in tongues. Praying in tongues. We prayed in tongues for so long. Then one of us was not available in that meeting. Then somebody in that meeting, okay, I don't remember exactly who, now gave a word. Said, Ah, just, as we're praying, as we're praying, we were just praying in tongues. We're just praying in tongues. We're praying in tongues. We're praying in tongues. We're praying in the spirit. None of us were thinking whether what we were saying was correct or not. What we, we know, we're praying in the spirit. And we knew we were praying right in the spirit. And one of us said, ah, this brother, he said, his mom, he said, I, I saw, so he said, I have a feeling, I have an intuition in my spirit that the mom was sick. He said, can we pray for his mom? And he didn't tell us that his mom was sick. We prayed endlessly for the mom. So when he came, when we met him, we will not use time. So you know, we, we didn't know whether we did it right or not. It's no risk. It's okay. It's okay. It's not. It's not bad. We just ah, how are you now? Ah, Baba, how are you doing now? I, I'm mercy. 
I said, my mom is fine. My mom is fine. How is she not sick? Ah, uh, the guy, uh, yes, he's sick. Ah, so immediately he said, yes. <laughs> for we 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 think it maybe about two months. There about say yes for a long time for two months. Yeah, yeah. We prayed last yesterday. We got by the spirit. We so it's not don't don't be expecting yourself to be perfect. Don't be well, why you why should I let you you will wound yourself if you will expect yourself to be perfect. You will wound yourself. You just need to just pray in the spirit. If the intuition comes, if you don't have all the full details, the one you have, give it by the spirit. Act on it. Now, the, let me let me tell you something. The fact that when we're praying, somebody got by the spirit, receives it. That's what we talk about decoding it by the spirit that somebody was sick, somebody's mother was sick. That is interpretation. So after there's an interpretation, we now echo it out in understanding. So it's like saying that six of us were gathered, we were praying in tongues, and somebody brought it up, downloaded information by the Spirit, understanding that all of us now prayed by the Spirit in understanding. You get, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bring your healing power over this mother, wherever she is. That one, everybody can hear that one. Are you going to say yeah? So that's what I'm saying that you can, you can even invest prayer points to lead us in the spirit. You get, you get what I'm trying to say? So a prayer, the prayer department, after they are praying, they say you are leading prayer. They are praying. After you are praying, you are praying for so long, you have vest information that, ah, we need to labor in prayers in this region. And when you come, you have gone back home, don't worry, you, you will not lose it. It does not mean that it has to be instant. I have to say it quickly. Hey, he's doing me. He's doing me. No, don't worry. You can write it down and go home, build on it. Find scriptures on what you have received in the spirit. Are you going to say, yeah? yeah? Build on it. Then come and tell us. Oh, we are going to be praying for protection. As we are praying yesterday, we saw this, this. Somebody, you know, there's an accident going to happen, or blah, blah, blah. And we decide to pray for that. And let us pray. And you lead people to pray for that? So what have you done? You have prayed in the Holy Ghost and you have returned back to us with interpretation. The interpretation does not have to be word for word. Let me say this to you. Listen, you are planning for a program. You are planning for a program, a concert, word meeting. After praying the Holy Ghost, you can get interpretation of how arrangement and meeting we go. You can know that, no, we will not sing this song. We'll do like this. We'll go. You know by the Spirit. It's an interpretation. So interpretation is not something big. It is what you decode in the Spirit. That's why he said, listen, that's why he said, he said, pray that you may interpret. Okay, look at it. Where, where is that? Where is that place? First Corinthians 14, what? 14. Hallelujah. Oh, help me. I, if I'm correct, 1 Corinthians where? 14.13? Oh, if we look at 1 Corinthians 14.13, he said, therefore, let him, no, look at verse 12 first. He said, even so you, since you are zealous of spiritual gifts, let it be what? So that you may excel. <laughs> so what what you see you see you see what I'm talking about here he said if you are zealous of spiritual gift make sure that your zeal should be that the church is edified so you see that 
Tongues is not the final. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. Actually, you are still arguing about the tongues. You are still convinced about it. It's the beginning. It is where you begin from. From there, you now graduate to edifying the church. That is what you should be seeking to excel in. To, to edify the church, individuals. People come to the church with needs. The Spirit of God will use you to bring word and message and edification to many. That's what, what, what is King Olorufia say, sorry, what is God using you to do? That's the point. What currently now, currently, as you are sitting and listening to me, what has God, see, let me tell you something, you are a believer. You are, if, you, you have a, if you are a believer, you have the Spirit of God in you, okay, then you are not useless. You are, not, you are a potential tool in God's hand. Let God use you. He does not have to be on pulpit. Pulpit maximum, I spent one hour here. Yeah, maximum, I spent one hour here. What is God using you to do? Let God use you. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this. You, if I, you may not have your name written anywhere. I say, well, this, but God can use you to raise generals that even you yourself have you never had title in front of your name. Are you an object of succor and comfort to people that are near you? When your friend comes close to you, people around you, when they come close to you, what do they get from you? Are they what you have best in the flesh or what you have best in the spirit? What are they getting from you? People who are finding strength to go ahead in life, who are discouraged, when they come close to you, do they go back more discouraged or more energized to do more? It's a question that you will answer yourself. Amen? It's a question. And you are not useless. You have the spirit of God in you. Are you the one beefing everybody? Everybody. You have problems with everybody. Everybody. You are fighting. Everybody is your enemy. Everybody is your enemy. A spiritual person. That's what I'm saying. That tongues. He said, he that praying and no tongues. He defies himself. When you defy yourself, you are vest from the spirit. Then you use it. By God's grace, I had... Um, I, uh, uh, my, some of my staff there know. I had um, the border police came around to see me in the office. I'll share the testimony. They came because for some of some Nigerians or some, some individuals, you know, crossed the border illegally, were smuggled into the country illegally without visa stamp and everything. So they, they found them at my restaurant and they arrested the guy. And they find the guy in my restaurant and arrested him. They've been tracing him and arrested him. So they just thought, probably, everybody that's walking in this place too, we don't know. Maybe they were also smuggled in. And so they, they came and we fixed the meeting and they came to see me. So we started talking. We started talking. As we were talking, as we were talking. But I just was checking my spirit. This, for me to even have an audience and they speak English, ah, they must hear God's word. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that was running in my mind. They even speak English. They understand English. They must hear God's word. I was not looking, hey, they are border police, oh, how will I do it? Oh, hey, oh, he, oh, he. I know. It's not something. And it's not difficult to find. It's in your spirit. You just bring it out. Just bring it out. One way or the other, find a way to arrive at it. Hey, man, find a way to arrive at it. But we arrived at it. I started talking about Jesus and what Jesus did on the cross. Hey, man. At the point, they knew that, okay, they were supposed to investigate. They just, amen. <laughs> they found a way to round up the conversation. <laughs> but they understood me clearly. Because I saw they were participating in it. Hallelujah. 
you must ensure you have verse. That's what we call interpretation. You say, look at it. He said, verse what? 13, yeah? So he said, look, 12, 12 said, you'll be zealous of spiritual gift. Zealous, be zealous to edify what? The church. Make sure you excel in that. By the church here, he's not talking about only this place. Oh. It could be in a cell, house fellowship, in your house, in your home. That's your own church. The church simply means the called out ones. It does not mean where they were, where we bracket people. This building is not a church. We, this is our gathering that is the church. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So, but look at what it says in 13. 13 now says, 13 says, therefore. So, but I told you, when you see therefore, it means there's a conversation coming on before. What was the conversation coming before? Is the edification of the church, which is prophecy. He now said, therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. I told us this before. This one is not hard. He's not saying, he's not raising a prayer point. He's not saying, Father, help me. Help me to interpret it. Help me to interpret it. No, no. Father, I receive, you know, interpret. Let him that speak in a tongue, let him pray that he may interpret. Amen. <laughs> Maybe I'm not getting it. So, let him, let him that speaks in a tongue, let him pray that he may interpret. May I, I'll help you again. Maybe you don't get it. I'll help you again. So, for example, let him that wants a medical degree, let him read. Let him go through six years that he may become a doctor. Let him that pray in tongues. What should he do? Let him pray. So, he just begin to pray. Just be praying. Where is it? Where I thought I was in seven I was in redeemed church. You know, that's when I spent about 25 years in redeemed or 20 years there about. You know, we I was in children's class, about probably seven years old, and there's a brother came from university. Brother Mola, he just came. He just came to the children's department. He just sang the song. He opened scripture for us. So I spoke in tongues. I got through the Holy Ghost and spoke in tongues. I was seven, there about seven or eight. So I, I fell under power, spoke in tongues. That was the first time I mean, I never, I was like, oh, that feels so good. And nobody told me after then that I should continue. So that was one. I, so after I prayed that day, that was all. For not long, I joined by gang. <laughs> joined by boys. Amen. I did as I wish. Amen. We like girls. We didn't like boys, but we like girls. <laughs> We did as we wish. <laughs> we continued in life. Nobody told me that I'm supposed to pray in tongues again. So, since I did not pray, I can't come to interpretation of work and decode information. So, let him that pray in a tongue, what should he do? Let him pray. So, you keep praying. That's the word. You keep praying. That's the, that's the word. So, you keep praying. You keep fasting. You keep praying. You keep praying. You just keep praying. Then until when you keep praying, then you just open yourself to have this information. That's all. But if you are not praying, it's not equitably to start. It's not because you pray once after we lay hands on you, you pray the Holy Ghost. I say, ah, yes, yes, I prayed it. Then the next time you are praying is is now cross overnight because you are afraid of next year. <laughs> yes, sir. Some people, some even maybe until marriage time, like you know when they give that to their first child. How are we able to decode information? You just pray. 
Do you get it? He said, let him that pray in tongue, pray in the tongue, let him what? Pray that he may. The word that just put it that he may decode. You just keep praying, just keep praying, just keep praying, just keep praying. So you see, this Christian life is a beautiful one. It's one that is wanting to keep praying. You just keep praying, just pray, just pray. You are working on, you are working on the street. Pray. Don't forget, forget it. Don't forget. Well, don't forget about what you are wearing, whether you are dressing nice or not nice. Just pray. Whether it is good, pray. If it's bad, pray. Just pray. You are doing an exam, pray. You are not doing an exam, pray. Just pray. Just be praying. Men ought always to pray and not to fail. Just pray. Hallelujah. You know, some of some people, where they have strength, is when it's good. When we come together, we pray. Okay? But after we come together and pray, when you go to your closet, you pray. You pray. And I told us, and I told us this concerning when we were doing money devotion. I told us and I repeat this. I'm rounding up now. Quiet, you're not, you're not singing again today. You, you want to sing? <laughs> Sorry, forgive me. Ah, it's been long I did this. We, I used to do it when, when we started Love Dominion. We just start and we'll go three hours or two hours straight. We'll forget uh, praise and worship self. Amen. Sometimes. We just start from workers' meeting. Yeah. And we just go straight. Hallelujah. Yeah. And there's no way it's written that way. It has to be first workers' meeting. Yeah. Amen. How the Spirit of God wanted to move, we make him move. We won't do volume increase today. And volume increase. But there's no time. Huh? It would have been good for us to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So look at that again. First Corinthians 14. Aha. He said, let him that pray, let him pray that he what? He may what? Interpret. So very important. So you always know, recognize that there are people in the room. When I'm in the room, I'm not talking about this 200 square meter. I'm talking about your audience. So that's why it's not bad that if you want, it's not out of line that you want to pray in your house in the morning and you pray, you play some persons who are praying in tongues and stirs you up. You know what the person is doing, is by the Spirit. You are investing information, using it to stir yourself up. You pray. It's absolutely okay. Superbly okay. The challenge will be if an unbeliever is now confused. So this is it. You cannot react tongues. You know some people react tongues. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Some people, that, eh, even when people, some people who score songs, they even score the tongues. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Are they, laughs> uh -uh. Amen. Eh, some, some people are scoring. Sorry, forgive me if you don't understand. Some people are scoring songs. Scoring songs. As they are scoring the song, oh, we worship you. Oh, Ramashandara. Now, they pick, they pick that. Ah, I said, Kilo Day. It's not this. Ah, it's not this. Ah, it's not, don't, don't, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Make sure you see. That's what we say. Most times, Christians don't like to stay in the balance. We either go to the extreme corners of everything, we can't just stay in the balance. How can you? I know, you know, that, you know there's a group, a sect in Nigeria. Who even reacts tongues? They even have books for tongues. You know? Have you seen it before? Ah, no, no, no. You don't know? Really? 
Amen. There's a book for tongues. I don't want to mention him. I don't want to mention him. No, I don't want to mention him. They were opening. So there is Wakaria, Wakaria. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wakaria, Wakaria. Yeah. It's everything. I mean, I know this. I'm aware of this. Have you heard Wakaria? Eh? I mean, it is not that Wakaria. I mean, for real, like, you know, it, you know, some person may say, you know, by the Spirit or not, but there is written. It's written like they wrote everything and people read it, learn it, learn it, learn it. Practice itself. I remember I was doing a Riaza where I told us I was part of the choir and we're doing auditioning one time. So I'm part of the auditioning team. So they do the skill part with instrumentalists, the music director. So I'm the one that used to send me, I mean, I'm part of those who do the spiritual auditioning. So I was sitting there because then I was in choir. Then the sister said she wants to join the choir. She has finished with the technical part. And she sat down. So we said, so we said, are you born again? She said, yes. Ah, you feel the Holy Ghost? Do you talk in tongues? He said, oh, yes. Can we talk in tongues now together? He said, no. I said, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So we sat down, all of us, like about four of us, five. She was in front. Let's do it. So we close our eyes because so that you don't feel, you know, uncomfortable. So everybody close their eyes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Then she started. She said, Walewa, Walewa, oh. Me okay, Walewa. Ah, yeah, yeah, Ulua. Ah, they immediately say, Ah, as I heard, I said, Ah, I know this lineage. So I, I went, 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 wait, 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 yeah, yeah, but I would not mention it. I would not mention the name. And I, and I paused. And immediately we paused, she switched to that book. Because I've seen the book before. She began to, you know, recite what was in that book. I said, ah, sister, amen, amen, amen. amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Ah, sister. All right, let's see, let's see. Don't worry. So I had to sit down with her. So I, I came closer. I took her away from the auditioning, took her to a place and started talking about what Jesus has done for us on the cross. This is what Jesus has done just to bring her to salvation first because I was not sure. <laughs> amen. And after then, I started talking about the Holy Ghost. Amen. So I know that I'm aware that different misuse, people misuse this. I'm aware. And in, in the bid to, to curb the misusage, some people also come boldly and say, hey, <laughs> don't even say it. If we don't talk in tongues in the church, for example, together, where where people are praying, how would you know to pray in tongues even in your house? You understand what I'm saying? How would you know so we have to be careful. So as much as we are trying to reduce the excessive and abuse usage of tongues, we must be careful not to shunt or to stop it rather. Amen. Yeah. Let me see the point. Okay. Hey. It's just point. So another person's prayer can steer you up as a believer. Don't be too quick to judge your learn. Don't mock the unlearned. Okay? Don't, don't be too quick to judge unlearned that mock tongues. Help him in understanding, either by giving interpretation or getting him to receiving the, that gift. I think that's principally what I, what I wrote here today, which I thought I was going to be talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, we're rounding up. 1 Corinthians 14, 14, 14. We're up. 
So very clear you must understand that what happened in 1 Corinthians in Acts 2 was supernatural. It was the move of the Spirit. It was working of miracle. Because everybody who were outside were hearing them speaking in their dialects. Maybe we should go there before we round up on this one. Yes, Acts 2. We're, sorry, we're rounding up. Forgive me. Ha! It's charged. I hope this is recorded. Is it recorded? All right, thank you. Because I want to listen. So look at it. In Acts chapter 2, let's jump to verse, verse 5. It said, and they, and they were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when the, sound, when the sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused. Because everyone heard them. Everyone heard them. Add how many people? 120, not 12. So they heard them. What did they hear them do? They heard them speak in their own language. The word language there is dialect. So they were not, so a Yoruba man was not only hearing Yoruba. <laughs> because in Yoruba language, we have Ijebu, Ondo. Akure, different dialects. The same thing with Igbo man. Because Ebo Igbo is thicker than that of Anambra. But everyone heard their own. So imagine what if there's an Eboyi person there, and also an Anambra person. If they were there, the Eboyi guy heard Eboyi. Why the Anambra guy had Anambra? Why the Yoruba person had the spectrum? Of dialect from where they came from. Did you get what I'm trying to say? 120 people. Even if the 120 people are speaking English, eh, you will not hear them. But now just imagine, just now imagine, 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 imagine. Imagine that all the 120 people are gathered together and one is speaking Spanish, one is speaking Italian, one is speaking French, one, and everybody, how will even hear? 120, 120, not even five. One, even five. I think I'm trying to say here. Yeah. So let's keep it. These are basic. Okay? So it says, and when the sound of call, okay, uh-huh. He said, then they were all amazed. A marvel. Saying one to another, look. And not all these who speak Galileans. Did you see that? This guy is a Galilean. How come we are hearing each one is language in which we were born? Parthians, Medes, Helamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, Africa, day, even Libya, day. Adjoining Syrian visitors from Rome, you know, Jews and proselytes, Christians, we hear them speak in our own tongues, you know. So what they heard, they heard the wonderful works of God. You know what is the wonderful works of God? What he did in Christ. That is rose Jesus from the dead. So these guys were praying in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came. They were praying in the Holy Ghost. And those outsides were hearing about what God did. Rose Jesus from the dead. It's supernatural. It's working of miracle. What was happening there is working of miracle. If you have come to ask Peter. And say, Peter. What did you just do? Peter's reply would have been. This is that 
that was spoken by Prophet Joel. If you ask Peter again and again and again and again, ah, no, it is what was spoken by Prophet Joel that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy. What we have done is that we have simply prophesied by the spirit. Amen. Glory to God. See, the life is the spirit is the best. So they, they, they spoke in tongues. They spoke in tongues. First, let's not go to our first Corinthians 14. And we will round up with it. We still have judging service. Ah, man. Ah, should we do this? Should we not? For those who occupy the room of their own land. That's why it's a little bit confusing. Hallelujah. 14. 14. He said, if, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. He said, what is the conclusion then? I will. Somebody say, I will. I can't hear you. Say, I will. I will. So look at what he says. He said, I will pray in the spirit. So who will do the praying? So you see, you are the one who will do the praying in the spirit. Is it not the Holy Spirit that will be praying in the spirit for you? You are the one that will open your mouth and pray. It will be your will. You can begin to pray in tongues. Ah, because of time, we will not practice it today. It has been good. We'll do it some other time. Amen. Eh? We'll do it some other time. Because we have Georgian service. So what we're saying is that you can will to begin. He said, I will. So for example, he said, I will, begin, I will pray in the spirit and I will pray in the in the understanding so, of what you prayed in the spirit. So I will pray in, in, the, in the spirit and I will pray in the understanding also. So he, what he's trying to say is that he will do the prayer in the spirit, he will invest it and alter it out in words that men can understand. So I will sing in the spirit and I will sing in... Uh, Mr. Blessing, please, can you help me? Please, thank you. Hallelujah. So we, we can... Yeah, let's pray in tongues. Glory to God. So let, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's pray in tongues. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. You can close your eyes and just pray. If you can't pray in the tongues. If you cannot, just say, Father, I thank you for your gift of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Rabakatosko Fribereshka Prada Bada Badaba. Rabako Fruveshka Tabila Dabakaba. Stop. 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 Amen. Now, Amen. So what you did now, I told us to begin. We began. I told us to stop. Amen. You stop. Amen. Now. Who began? Who stopped? It's not the spirit. It's not like, okay, maybe he's moving you and you cannot stop. The spirit of spirit is just the prophet. How you going to try to say? So we're going to do it again. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray. Thank you. You don't need to stand up. Everybody just say, okay? Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Mahatush. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. You can shut your eyes and just pray. Pray in tongues. Don't forget when you pray in tongues, you build up yourself. In the name of Jesus. Ahatush. Ahatush. 
You can increase your volume. You can pray it out loud. 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 He kasom brabi adadaba. Ela dedekos imanda vi shali adadaba kava. Ela dedekos ibrabi edekeso provi adadaba. Ela dedekos kifata andali adaba. Embrove shenge besom provi eta. Ekanta bite kasom brelegedegede. Pray the Holy Ghost. Pray the Holy Ghost. Pray it out loud. Pray it out loud. Ivan Dako Zebridaba and the Dekesanta Baliadaba Ekefite Kosopra Ibradia de Debeko Provekeske. You can reduce the volume, reduce the volume, reduce the volume. But you pray while you pray. Just pray. Pray. But you can reduce it. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Ivraha Sopra Patisha. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Stop. Stop. Now, listen, listen, listen. This is what we did here. Okay, this is what we just did. Now, don't forget, when you pray in tongues, we said it's for personal edification, yes? So when you do it, it's for personal edification. Then what we did now, what you have done now, is for personal edification. Now, by the Spirit, okay, if anyone has a tongue to give to the church, you can signify, okay? Then I will call you up. But if there's nobody, okay, don't worry, okay, we'll do it. Hallelujah. But if you have a tongue you want to give the church, that another person will come. If you have a tongue to give to the church, you can signify. If you have a tongue, you can signify. Amen. Nobody has a tongue. Hallelujah. Nobody has a tongue. Ah, you must find tongue. You must find tongue. Glory to God. You must find. Hallelujah. You got a tongue. Who? You have. Come on. Come here. Give us a tongue. Glory Praise to God. God. Hallelujah. He hate there is a boldness coming to your spirit, to your body, to take a step. And that's why he's saying there's a boldness. There's a boldness. And now he's prompting you to give heed to that boldness. The boldness will take you places, will take you to places that you never imagined. But it's a boldness, and you should act on it. In the name of Jesus. And it's in that you've received ability, ability. You've got an ability in you. And now you no longer say, I'm timid or I'm shy. So you act on the ability of God. You have the power in God, of God in you. Do not miss. Exhaust that you have God in you. So just act on it. Boldness, courage. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that is very simple. So what he did by the Spirit. Anybody has any tongue? You've got tongues. You have a sound. All right, wait. So we're going to come. You have a tongue. So now, 
Now, did you see what happened? Now, he began it. Okay, when he began it, people by the Spirit started picking things. Now, look at that. Now, now another thing, let me tell us this. So, that's why we said, you increase, you decrease it. You know why? Because when a man came and gave tongues to us, all of us, we don't need to increase our volume at that time. We can, you can whisper it. So that you can hear clearly. So you can write it down. Or pick it. So it's not the time. That's why I say when two or three come to give tongues, let two, let the other people, let them keep quiet. It's in the Bible. But quiet means that you should not disturb the audience. Did you get what I'm trying to say? It's an oppression of the spirit. It's not, it's not something that is big. Come out. Hallelujah. I, I, I mean, come out. Let's do it. You're going to come with the sound. All right? Because I also got that, you know, sound. Glory to God. Give a word to us. Father Spirit. Ingraba saparandes keperendikitai. Sengrunondis kaparondonon. Sante limambrundes kibananditi. Eseminite lemombrenandes kebalandikito. Sugurondes kapalarondekete. I see a glass vase. And into this vase is poured hot liquid, very hot liquid. And while this is poured into this vase, the vase can no, cannot contain the contents. And so it, it breaks forth and there is an explosion. There is an explosion. And there will be an explosion out of the, the rivers that abide in your belly. There will be an explosion, an eruption. Praise Glory the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. That point of God's spirit that also grants you and propels you for boldness. You know, feel the spirit. Eruption. Propel you for boldness. Come with the sound. Come with the sound. Hallelujah. Sorry our time is fast, man, but we do it. Glory to God. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Shanana nitikipania tukapasa pranitu sana. Ayayayayana. Wake up, feeble legs. Let your joints be strengthened. Let your ligaments receive strength. As the Spirit comes, it comes in the name of the Lord. It moves from the head like the anointing of Aaron. To the beard it drowns and drenches you It is time to get up Strength is being supplied Let your feeble legs move you Hear he the voice of the Lord There is strength now in Zion For those who are called by the name of the Lord, I Kabana Supranieno Akabanati. By His Spirit, 
Feel the anointing. Feel the strength move through your bones. You begin to speak it. You begin to move it. As you get up, you take a step. Your walk turns into a run. You spring forth, standing strong on the word of God. Now your feeble legs can stand strong by his strength. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Did you receive that? Amen. So many. Come on. Come on. Come to. Praise God. Thank you. Come, 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 come forth. Hallelujah. Please, you receive that, okay? Make sure you receive that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I see a window open. That window is signifying supernatural strength to tarry in his presence. There is a window open now. Empowerment to tarry. It's an opportunity to dive in. If you're looking for deliverance in any area of your life, if you're looking for empowerment in any area of your life, there is a window open. The wind blows through it. If you go to your secret place, you would feel the wind just helping you. What would take you hours to achieve in the place of prayer will begin to take you minutes. It's like a wind. You begin to ride on that wind. His wind will give, will give purpose to your wings and you will fly higher. The ground has been made moist. There are no more hard grounds. It's easier now to plant. It's easier now. It's easier now to plant. I see the ground wet. The hard grounds are no longer available. It's been made moist. Praise the Lord. Come on. This is the last person. Amen. Because if you go on and on and on, the Spirit of God will just keep touching people. Likandia brado shatandia la paratandia le caparo zata ebrezutendia capara shatandia kelagada. The word I received was that you know there was someone standing and it's like um, a rope was tied to you and a lot of people are connected to you. And the Lord is saying that He has deposited so much in you. And you, you need to rise up and disciple others. There's so much he needs you to do. You need to break out. You need to be bold. And you need to disciple others. Disciple others. There's so much destinies that are tied to you. So you need to get up today and, you know, go, go out to that ministry. Disciple men. Now that's what the Lord I got today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Man, that came out right. That came out right. Everyone came out right. Glory to God. It is that simple. Amen. It's that simple. 
So what we did now, we used tongues for personal edification, and people also came with tongues, and they give interpretation to it. So we used the two. Did you get what I'm trying to say here? So we used the two here. And we also got somebody who came with a sound, and we echoed some of those words by the Spirit. We also invested them. Did you get something today? You go back home, you go back to your closet, allow the wind of God's Spirit to strengthen you as He has begun, even in your closet. Pray more in the Spirit in your closet. Father, we thank you. We thank you for today. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you establish your ministry in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the grace that you have imparted on many of us that are and everyone here today. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. And so the third one is to do with the altar.